Sing us in. Sing us in, Joanna. Three, two, one. <laughs> I'm going to hop right into it. I'm going to hop right into it. Are you ready? <laughs> Well, back to our Wait, first episode, dude, listeners. That's literally legendary. I yeah, that I've... melody that I invented just off top. That was insane. I'm a genius. Anyways, hey listeners, welcome back to the pod. I'm Joanna. And I'm Scott. And this is Edamame, the podcast where every week we have the same pod, but a new P. Um, I was about to correct myself because we have these guest episodes every other week, but small plug for the minisodes. When there isn't mm-hmm. a guest, we do have these very entertaining just me and scott chatting about yeah. life listen to those but anyways it's new peas this week yeah it's new peas we have got a four a foursome this week um and our peas this week are brenda okay bounce back bounce run back we're trying to do a, a <laughs> okay back on track who are our peas <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Our peas this week are Brenda and Clara Liang, who are the co-founders of Siren Basics, a new underwear brand, and they're also sisters. And they're also very young. Brenda's twenty. Clara's a junior in high school of undetermined age. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Siren Basics. I got my package today. I ordered um, some underwear from Siren and I'm excited to try it. It already is very cute. Love the experience already. It comes with like a huge poster. So definitely Mm -hmm. check it out. SirenBasics.com. But as for what we talk about in this episode, we'll chat about how Brenda came up with the idea in the first place, um, Mm -hmm. what it's like to work with your sister. What else? New new products that they're they're concepting for. Um, What else do we talk about? Our personal journeys with underwear mm-hmm. <laughs> and fun travel stories, other um, just fun little. Yeah. Um, one more thing we should mention. We like butcher some Danish words accidentally. We talk about huga, which is like one of the principles of siren. And I have mm-hmm. a really hard time pronouncing it. Scott also mispronounces. Yeah, there's this book that I mentioned that's called The Little Book of Luca, but I pronounce it The Little Book of Like. Yeah, um, so apologies in advance, but yes. that's just some good context for you going in. But without further ado, yes. let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. Welcome, Welcome to Edamame. Welcome to Edamame. Hosted, hosted by, by Joanna and Scott. Scott. Welcome to Edamame, a new podcast hosted by Joanna and Scott. Joanna. Scott. Edamame. Welcome to the podcast listeners. Today we have Brenda and Clara Liang, who are sisters and co-founders of Siren Basics, which is a super cool new underwear brand. Um, but I think it'd be better if you guys just did like a quick intro of yourselves. Just say anything you'd like, free for all. Hi, I'm Brenda. I'm 20. Um, I'm from New Jersey and I'm a current junior at NYU Gallatin. I'm studying entrepreneurship and design theory, and I'm also the co-founder of our underwear brand, Saturn Basics. Um, hi, I'm Clara. I obviously live in New Jersey too, and I'm currently a junior in high school. Um, I'm also the co-founder of Siren, so. Okay, awesome. Amazing. Yay, welcome. Yay, welcome to the podcast, woo! <laughs> um, we'll just start off with like a quick activity. Um, okay, so basically we can all go around and share a weird or useless talent that you have. And I can start. Um, my weird slash useless, I actually feel like it has some use. My weird talent is that I can like spread my toes like their hands, like they can like spread very far. And I have got these like little monkey feet. <laughs> and so I guess it's kind of useful. You can like, I can like pick up a pencil with my toes or something if it's in a compromised <laughs> position. <laughs> but that's my, that's my weird talent. <laughs> when did you first discover that was a thing that you could do? I feel like I've always, um, I've always just had it in me as a child, you know, just practicing spreading my feet (laughs) and then (laughs) the talent. I just, I actually think it's one of those things that I like realized not everybody can do. Like I figured that everybody could spread their toes like very wide. And then I realized, no, I'm just particularly blessed with an incredible range of toe motion. So that's my, that's my, that's so beautiful. I know. Thank you. 
Do you have um, one in mind? Scott? Yeah, or I can go next. Mine's like similar because I, I like I didn't I couldn't think of one, but then I remember that like I used to mine is just like I can like I think I can hold like 13 tennis balls in one hand because <laughs> um and, and I, the reason why I, <laughs> I discovered that is because like we would in tennis camp we would like go around and we would pick up balls or whatever and people would like stack them on their racket and I remember I would like pick them up and I would like stack them in my hand and so that's why I know that <laughs> but that's mine wait that's really cool can you like yeah. walk and like keep it balanced I think so yeah because I would I would like put one between <laughs> each hand and then I would make like a little pyramid wow yeah. it's like the french like dessert with the cream yeah profiteroles you know what I'm yeah uh, uh. I don't know <laughs> no I was thinking of um Crocombouche. Oh, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like not okay. saying that right. Sure, sure, but sure. The one where they stack up a bunch of, of yeah. cream puffs and then it's like a huge tower. Okay. Anyways, Who wants to go next? Great talent. Oh my god, I'm like stressing now. Um, I guess I have like double jointed elbows. Like mm. you can mm. like oh yeah, those are pretty hyper extended. Like people find it gross. So I'm not gonna do that here, but Mm. no that was good that was interesting yeah, yeah that's fine yeah. <laughs> I have the same thing but it's not really like a strange thing I mean I guess I'm like oddly really good at building stuff Ooh. like assembling stuff it's so random but like I'll just sit there for like hours in a day and just like in the basement for example we like yeah. set up like the treadmill and like sometimes I'll just not like me. yeah and I'll just like <laughs> my wall um it's not really like a strange thing, but yeah, I know that's actually really useful. Like, are you like an instructions person with when it comes to putting things together or not an instructions person? Well, we are literally talking about this because, yeah. okay, the way that we work in Siren 2 is like just, I'm very all over the place. Scatterbrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Claire is very like, okay, let me listen to your scatterbrainedness <laughs> and organize it. But like she mm-hmm. loves baking because like you have to follow love super baking. clear instructions and I mm. hate baking, but I love to cook because I can just like throw mm. things in. So like she's very instru- instructional, but I can't follow directions. I can't do that for myself. Mm. Yeah. Complimentary. Yeah. balance though. Yeah. Very yin yang. Yeah. I'm like terrible at putting things together. Ooh, is that like a siren thing? Like yeah. yin yang? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, did you not look at the website? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, this is a great segue into maybe just some like good context about Siren for listeners. So like, how did you guys think of it? And like, what's the origin story? And how did it all come to be? Beautiful yes. segue. Yeah, great okay. segue. <laughs> um, yeah, I literally was looking for underwear. And, you know, I'm like looking through all of the big brands, and then through like little Instagram boutiques and like literally mm-hmm. all over the place. And I just couldn't find anything I wanted. This was maybe like, this was 2019. Um, mm-hmm. And like now looking back, I realize it's because I had a very specific idea in mind, which was like our O2 roughly bong, but mm-hmm. also because I wanted to purchase my underwear from a brand that I felt like I could resonate with just because underwear and an underwear brand is something that it's a basic, you know, you have to come back and you have to replenish it every now and then. And mm-hmm. it's something that you wear every day. And I feel like it has, you know, a symbolic meaning. And I we wanted to do that for people. And I just didn't feel like there was anything like that before. So I called mm-hmm. my family and I was just like, hey, random idea. And they were really into it. So we just started the process and now we're here. So yeah. yeah, that's super cool. Clara, when did you get involved? Um, I would say like a couple months to a year after Brenda came up with the idea was when I was like fully involved. Because before mm-hmm. then it was more just like small conversations over the phone and just like I would help out with like certain ideas. And then I really don't know how I just like automatically like went 100% in. It was more kind of just like, hey, like, why don't you join? And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, and then I started to like work with Brenda um, about like a year after everything and those like more official so yeah I feel mm-hmm. like that point like in between the conception of Siren and then like actually us working together more it was really only like a concept like I was still <clears throat> in school COVID obviously wasn't a thing so I was like living my life and stuff and then I even studied yeah. abroad, thinking I was going to launch abroad um mm-hmm. not 
no, but, um, you know, once I came home and like all the struggles started to occur with COVID and siren, um, just being home and like having my family already kind of involved, it just, I think circumstantially just naturally fell into place like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When was like the initial launch and like, how did, um, I guess like COVID change what your plans were? Everything. Yeah. It pushed our original launch day back like a lot um Mm -hmm. I do think also like COVID definitely really helped us kind of figure out what exactly we wanted to do for the launch and like how we were going to go about it so in Mm -hmm. some ways it's like a blessing in disguise um but yeah like I think that over like quarantine especially since we're going to launch like a lot earlier um when it got pushed back we just kind of had to think through like a lot of the smaller details that we didn't even like consider before Mm -hmm. so I mean, I would say, honestly, COVID kind of impacted it in a positive light. Yeah. Mm. I think also, like, sort of going back into the yin-yang idea, like, COVID, I'm sure for you guys, too, it really, like, it was transformative for the both of us and, like, dealing with our own, you know, adaptation to all the stuff going on um, Mm -hmm. that I feel like trying to build a company at the same time that we're trying to like support ourselves emotionally and each other Mm -hmm. it kind of allowed us to like bond together more and like realize the values that are now on our website like Mm -hmm. I personally learned to really just like let go of holding on to things really tightly like I'm the kind of person like my way or the highway and I'm working on not doing that um especially through COVID so I feel like all the things that we've learned personally have funneled into the values that we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super cool. What does like the process even look like of, you know, like you have this idea, like what did, what do you exactly, like if someone, if someone was like, oh, like I have this idea for um, this like clothing brand, like what does the process yeah. even look like to making it happen? I feel like it's kind of a black box, like the manufacturing yeah. like pipeline, like how yeah. would I even go about like making yeah. this underwear that I thought of into a product? Yeah, so um our cousin she, she does all of like the textiles and like pulling mm-hmm. together samples and the production so like our dad started his own company when he immigrated here to the U.S. from China and she was actually his first like team member so she was actually in charge of for his company like getting all the materials and things like that so when mm-hmm. we had this idea and pitched it to our dad he reached out to her and we were able to like get her involved so I think we were really fortunate in the situation mm-hmm. that like we had the resources to say like, we have an idea here. Um, how can we go about this? But you know, the process of actually making underwear that works and feels good and is durable through like different washes and stuff like that. Um, a lot of back and forth and fit testing and things like that. But a lot of it was like, we're still learning along the way. Like I'm still in school. She's still in school. Um, So yeah, it's like just learning and growing every day. And kind of going off what like Brenda said about just like going back and forth, I would definitely say that was like a harder part of like the process because like since our cousin is, or like our family member is in um, China, like every single time we wanted to get a sample, we'd like ship over examples from like the US to her. And then when she shipped our samples, like Mm -hmm. sometimes it wouldn't work out and it would literally take like weeks on end to get like one good sample that like we actually wanted to use. Um, yeah. so obviously like made the whole process a lot longer but like what Brenda said I mean being in school definitely was a lot harder because like trying to find a balance between both things was really difficult but like it's more just like you just have to start it you can't really like keep pushing it off or else it's just not gonna happen yeah mm-hmm. okay my next question I have to pronounce the Danish word on your website and I don't know how to pronounce it so I need that instructional first how do you say Uga. I was was literally nowhere near that I was gonna be like I was gonna be like hig like (laughs) wait I actually I forgot one more time it's huga yeah Yeah, exactly okay oh my gosh wait okay I like stole this book from my this place I like interned at because I thought it was like a cute cover and it's like the the same it's like the that thing right oh yeah yeah the little book the little book of high Kyuga, and then this is what? like the little book of like like or whatever that is. It's yeah. The wait, what is it the about? World's happiest people. So maybe it's about. It's I don't know. You stole it from the place you entered. Well, that? I didn't steal it. I was like, hey, can I like because it's it was like an interior design place, and then they have like a lot of cute stuff lying around that they use. And I was like, oh, that book is so cute. Like, can I take it and read it? And then they're like, yeah, like take whatever. <laughs> wait, did I, you like, read it? 
No, but I never, and I never, I never brought it back. <laughs> anyways. Okay. Well, anyways, back to my question. <laughs> um, I wanted to like, like, I love that those are, we're actually, can you explain what, <laughs> can you explain what Huga means and like how, how that like influences because I actually feel like for me, it's like hard to connect these concepts or also like the yin yang thing. Like how do you like think about these things when you're designing um, the underwear? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like, okay. I hate to like pin it on this, but I'm mm-hmm. a chorus and I, <laughs> I love and always have loved like creating a space and an atmosphere and an energy for anything that I'm doing. Like, and I find mm-hmm. it all crosses over in a lot of my life like literally since I could remember like interior design like designing my club penguin igloo a certain way and like mm-hmm. all these certain um, things like I've been very meticulous about everything in my life and like the <clears throat> feeling that it gives me and so I find that with Siren like our inspiration are these feelings so when I was in high school one of my friends he introduced this concept of huga to me and it just mm-hmm. like struck a chord with me because I love like Huga to me is like a sense of contentment and things that sometimes aren't tangible. Like I love in the spring when I start hearing the birds chirping in the morning, cause it makes me feel so much better. Like I live mm-hmm. putting my colored glass straw, my iced coffee in the morning. Like that one motion is just like so satisfying to me. So, you know, something like underwear is something that you interact with every single day and is like the base for the way that you choose to express yourself to the world is something that I feel like needs to bring that sense of like empowerment and self-love and like excitement you know like that feeling like huga to me is also the feeling of like getting out of the shower and putting on clean underwear so those feelings I feel like are really like important to underwear undergarments and just my personal philosophy um and like with yin and yang I I feel like in like during quarantine and stuff, I definitely struggled a lot. I had like some personal issues and things like that, that really made me like look into like the idea of the divine feminine. Like I feel like femininity and just the aura of womanhood is so powerful. Like it's just like Mm -hmm. goddess energy and this feeling and something that everyone is capable of having. Like we all have this balance of masculine and feminine elements like not even you know engendered like aspects just like a balance of things and Mm -hmm. so I feel those are just feelings that siren is capable of helping people feel empowered in yeah that's super cool I love that thank you that's so beautiful yeah that makes a lot of sense because I think like I feel like it's important to have like a north star I feel like a lot of like I feel like people are becoming more conscious of it, like shopping more ethically, like even in like production to like, where are these products sourced from? Like, why are they made? I feel like that's becoming more and more important. So my like next question is like, what is your, what's your guys' like dream for Siren Basics? Like, do you want to go past underwear or like what if, if like the best case scenario, like what happens with Siren? Um, well, yeah, we do plan to expand like past just women's underwear. And that's something like we're currently working on developing as well. Um, like Brandon and I have just been like working on a lot of just creative aspects and kind of seeing like what elements do we like and what can we apply to underwear or like other like products that we want to make as well. Um, in terms of like our dream for Siren, I don't know. It's so hard to say because like I can't really like look like 10 years beyond and just think like oh well this is exactly how I want it to be it's more just like a process Mm -hmm. and I feel like in that way like I've been really trying to focus on just like living in the present and just enjoying it as it is enjoying the process so honestly like I haven't been really looking at it in the terms of like this is exactly like what I hope for it to be yeah yeah what it is right now yeah I mean I definitely love the idea of like basics like I Mm -hmm. I, I like having like a lot of basics in my wardrobe that I know fit well and bring me that sense of huga or like whatever. And it's really versatile and functional and quality. So in terms of like the physical products that we're selling in the long run, um, I would love for us to grow, you know, beyond underwear into like loungewear and swimwear and things like that, that are affordable and quality um, and bring this sense of like huga and happiness and like 
well-being to people's lives oh she needs to charge her laptop um <laughs> also yeah like what Claire was saying like I feel like you know a big process of even getting to this point is like trusting in the organic process mm-hmm. so we have a lot of like really exciting creative ideas like I don't know it's like with our friend Marlo as well who's one of our team members and is currently in the city like we'll literally sit around and be like what if this what if this and it's like the most Mm -hmm. random what if that like typically wouldn't be utilized as like a clothing brand Mm -hmm. industrial thing but like we're just like let's just try like we're young we're not even business students like I'm not in a business school I just take business classes like I'm not necessarily always looking to like the precedent to see how we want to do things like I'm really down to like just explore and be experimental and like make something affordable but fun and like you know unique and you know something that people can find resonance with Mm -hmm. yeah what are like some of those things that you're currently working on give us like a little teaser (laughs) (laughs) um kind of like more shorts vibe so anything that has like a little bit more coverage on the bottom um yeah, like kind of just drifting more into the loungewear scope of things. Mm. We're working on a couple new underwear styles. I'm not gonna give away what it is yet. Yeah, don't spoil <laughs> it. Yeah. But we are working on some really cute underwear coming soon. So mm. yeah, I'm hyped. Okay, that's so dope. Also, I was like reflecting on that question that I asked because I hate for my own startup, like, I hate when people ask me, like, where do you see this in five years? I'm like, I literally have no clue. Like, I could not tell you. And, like, I feel like that's, like, the joy of it. Like, you just, like, take it day by day. And, like, I feel like that's, like, the best part of, like, starting your own thing. Like, starting your own business is all about, like, you're, like, you literally can do whatever you want and, like, don't have to follow any of these kind of restrictions or rules. So, anyways, thanks for entertaining the question that, I don't enjoy answering, but I (laughs) asked it anyways. Um, Yeah, I was just like reflecting on, like, I feel like this is a really important like brand to build because I feel like it's kind of uncomfortable to start finding your own underwear, like as like a teenage girl and stuff. And I, I was just thinking about my own journey of like discovering underwear sorry Scott you can't really participate in this <laughs> I mean I have a personal of... journey with underwear but not with like women's oh, that's underwear. okay you can share yours too honestly <laughs> I want to hear it yeah let's just like ruminate on my personal experiences with underwear I was just thinking about it I was like I feel like it's just such a weird thing to start trying like purchasing for yourself at a certain point or like I don't know like even thinking about all these things and then it was like uncomfortable like when do I start buying my own underwear I also did any I really liked justice underwear this isn't going anywhere I was just thinking about things that I wear did you ever wear justice underwear really until like two years ago was justice and it's like <laughs> the most amazing thing at that time for me like wait, I was like yeah oh crap, I have a bra in my hand like yeah wait shout out justice because I literally feel like they had some really strong like basics and like it was just like taboo for me because I was like I don't enjoy your brand but I will buy your underwear because I feel like this is great and then I evolved past that and I started buying those like seven for 27 packs at like v- like at like pink that's a great I feel like that's a universal experience too yeah <laughs> and then like I feel like the next evolution of this is like more like boutique underwear like I really yeah. like my parade underwear and I feel like siren is kind of in that same like energy like mm-hmm. and I also feel like that's just kind of I don't know. This is, <laughs> I just really took everybody on a journey there about all the underwears that I purchased in my life. But my, my point was that I think it's like really important to like build these kind of like approachable and affordable, like quality underwear things, because for some reason it's like, it feels really uncomfortable and taboo when it should just be something that's accessible and still like cute. Yeah. I have like the exact same like story it was always justice like every single week yeah. shout out justice like yeah going to the mall looking yeah. at their like it would be like a pug print like underwear <laughs> some like, random like tie-dye undies and then go I remember like the first time going to like pink and like shopping with my friends I felt so cool just like yeah same <laughs> and like something I always talk about was how I was never able to wear thongs for like the longest time and mm-hmm. when I was like 
first going to like middle school, um, all my friends would be talking about like, oh, like I just got a thong and just like the whole idea of it. Like it just made me really yeah. that one. And so when I went to Victoria's Secret and like pink and everything, I would go ahead and like buy some, but I could never wear them because it was just so uncomfortable for me. And mm-hmm. Up until actually siren, like I was not able to wear thongs. And then once I wore siren thongs, it's like the only kind of underwear I wear now. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I was just so happy to be able to make like a pair of underwear that I used to never be able to wear because it was so uncomfortable. And now it's like my favorite type of underwear. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. I feel that with the thongs too. Oh my gosh. Same with me, like for the Victoria's Secret pink thing. Like I was 12 when I got my first thong and like, I think it was like Saturday or whatever, but like the whole week before me and my friends at school were like, oh my God, we're going to go to the mall and get our first thongs. Like, <laughs> and then we went to Victoria's Secret Pink and I bought a thong and my dad picked me up from the mall. And I remember the whole time home, like for 30 minutes in my head, I was like, there is a thong in the car. <laughs> There's a thong in the car. And it's just so funny. Like now we're yeah. making thongs. Yeah. 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 I think like for me, like my introduction to it was because I needed to buy them for dance. And like, it was just such a weird subject to broach. Cause like, you know, like when I was in like middle school or whatever, like I got to be accompanied to the mall, like with my mom and she's like, not going to like buy a thong with me. And that whole, (laughs) I feel like it's really empowering to buy your first thongs and realize that like, they're like also just really practical, you know, like they're just a wonderful piece of clothing. I Shout out thongs. So many shout outs right now. I just like really love a good thong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyways, next question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to, um, I want to like ask, um, I like love that. I didn't realize how like family oriented the Mm -hmm. company was or like the brand. Um, And I also just like love how it really like feels like it's an extension of like what your values are. And it's really cool. I feel like how you're infusing your own personalities into the company, but I wanted to like ask what it's like to like work with your sister. Um, and what's that's like, yeah. I guess, starting a business. With I mean, your it's so much fun. Like we used to fight a lot. Um, <laughs> oh my God. And you know, even sometimes now, and like, I remember one of her more recent fights, I was a Clara when we fight personally, we cannot let our anger towards each other, like get in the way of yeah. actually working. So we're still trying to like find that boundary. Cause you know, mm-hmm. if you're mad at people. It's hard to <laughs> yeah, it's hard. look past that, but it's been really fun. Like I definitely think, you know, I consider Clara to be like, not just my sister now, but also my friend and someone I want to hang out with. I'm always like working at her door. I know, literally like the tables have turned so much because when I was younger, it'd always be like me at my sister's door and she'd be like, I'm going to, she'd literally be like, I'm going to call the police on you. Like she had like this Barbie or like princess phone in her room that was like purple and like fluffy. And then she every single time I went to her room, she'd be like, I'm about to dial it right now. She (laughs) and now it's like the opposite. She's always coming to my room to like talk to me, hang out. But um back to like the whole process, yeah. I will definitely agree with Brenda. I think um it has taught us a lot to kind of separate our feelings like as business partners versus siblings. And honestly though, like I am really happy to be working with Brenda because I think, like I do agree, I see you as a friend now as well. And honestly, I think that like (laughs) the best part is that if we do get into a fight, we can just get over it in like an hour or two and then just regroup, do what we need to do, so. Yeah, Mm. I also wouldn't want to be doing this with like anyone other than Clara, so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's like brought you guys closer together because I feel like a lot of like friends that start businesses together often like that's kind of an uncomfortable thing but I feel like with family it's kind of a different dynamic like I, it's that's a super family thing like you can have like a really big argument and then like 30 minutes later you're like okay well yeah. it's done and like we still live together and like <laughs> exist so like it's fine yeah, yeah. Who are like um, some cool people that you have met oh my through God, Siren? So many. I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, because we're based in New York when it comes to like the more creative stuff. And I'm doing this like while I'm still in school. A lot of mm-hmm. the people who like we've been able to meet through Siren are also like my peers at school or like friends of friends. Um, but it's been amazing, like even more like on the digital community, like the people that we've been 
interacting with and just, you know, meeting digitally has been incredible. Like, it's just mm. insane to me that like so many people have responded so well to something that for me, it's still like mind blowing. Like why, like, are people geeking over underwear? Because like underwear should have been fun. It should have like, you know, it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been really awesome. I think um, the digital community has been where we've been able to meet people more obviously that we don't necessarily interact with normally but um like people that we meet in real life it's oftentimes through like friends of friends or like through school and things like that yeah I definitely think it's been really awesome I think every single person I've met through Siren has been like super creative super fun to be around and um, like I go to a school that's not very creative so being able to be part of Siren, <laughs> like I've met a lot of really cool people who have their own style and have like found who they want to be and I think that's super like inspirational especially since like I'm still like I mean we're all still relatively young and like trying to figure out what we want to do in life and like who we are yeah that's obviously something like I struggled with for a while and I think seeing other people with their own personal style it's definitely inspired me a lot to kind of explore what my own interests are and like what I want to wear and what like who I want to be Mm. Yeah. Speaking of um uncreative schools. So Scott and I like met working on like a like a fashion lifestyle magazine at UCSD, which is really fun. Um and I feel like that's really important to like carve out your own like creative spaces in places that are like really <laughs> not creative and like finding those people who you can really be inspired mm-hmm. by and like work together with, I feel like is so special. So totally. yeah. Yeah. It's like it's also like really like I don't know, fashion and um, creativity is like so woven with your identity. And so I don't know, it's like a fun journey to sort of go on, like discovering yourself and like getting more confident with yourself Mm -hmm. too. Um, But yeah, I think like what Joanna was just saying, like it's even more special when you do find those creative spaces in non-creative or like find creative spaces in non-creative places um, because you sort of all like bond because you're like, oh, like why are we at this like (laughs) STEM institution? Like let's... I don't know. It was just like such a contrast. I would be like sitting in a class and we'd be like talking about, I don't know, like (laughs) science principles. And then like in meetings for this fashion magazine, we would be talking about like, oh, like how cool would it be to like use like that trash bag to like punch a hole in it and like stick an arm through it and then photograph it in like (laughs) direct sun. You know, like it was just like, it was just like such a nice, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that got really specific. <laughs> <the church bar. laughs> yeah, but that's really cool. And I, I feel like, Clara, I'm like jealous. Like, I feel like this is such a cool experience to have as, as like a high schooler and like just to have this kind of, yeah, I'm like, I'm like jelly. I like would love to be, <laughs> I would love to have had experienced that. Yeah, I'm definitely so grateful because before Siren, I was like, <laughs> just I don't even know how to explain it but definitely like not in a creative space at all so I've definitely mm-hmm. been super grateful to be able to be part of this project mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's cool that like your parents or like your dad yeah. was like so supportive in helping you um with that too because I feel like for me like I didn't like I, I didn't even like realize or like I was never like encouraged to pursue like I was always very creative as a kid but I was never like encouraged to to pers- like it was always like oh you know like creativity uh, like you know what about engineering like that's you know like problem solving that's creative but it, I don't know it was never like oh like you you love graphic design like why don't you like look into branding like it was it was always like oh like maybe I don't yeah. know try these things so that's, that's cool something that like I think Brandon and I can definitely say we're so grateful yeah. to have like super supportive parents even in like creative aspects totally um yeah, yeah. our yeah, our parents have been like super supportive of yeah. all of this. Like I remember I don't know, I was in third grade and we would like go to like family functions and things like that. And like I made my own magazine called Cosmo Chic. And it was like Ooh. a fashion magazine. And like Love. I would make all of the parents read it. And my dad would just be like, oh my God. But like, yeah. <laughs> so he's always been super like supportive of anything that we've started on our own. Mm, that's awesome um random questions um what's something you want to do before you die that's a really random one <laughs> full pivot you just totally hit pivot. me with that um, yeah I don't know wow think through all the things I've like put on bucket lists and I have no 
Yeah, I um, I um, was thinking about my life bucket list recently, and I've I, I want to work in a pastry shop and like be a pastry chef for a bit, and I want to um, I want to like uh, like produce like Vox videos, like stuff like that, like random media journalism things, and I want to be an extra in a film. Those are three oh, life. No, you want to you gotta be an actor, or I gotta be the lead. I gotta be the lead in a film. No, but then I was like being more realistic, and I was like, I don't want to go to acting classes. I don't want to like. I don't actually want to be a star. I just want to exist. No, you'll be a natural. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think unrealistic, I'd want to make a music video because mm. I'm always like in car rides. I think everyone can agree with this. Just like listening to music and just like pretending I'm like the lead singer in my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would definitely be very unrealistic, but I have no <laughs> idea what mine is. I guess Clara's like the same as Clara's. Like, you know, when you're like sitting in the car and it's raining and you like look out the window and the music's playing, you're like, I'm the main character in my own movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah that kind of energy i guess that's oh yeah i love that okay what do you mine, think oh, oh. oh. sorry no go ahead <laughs> i literally just cut you off i'm so sorry no i was gonna say um wait what's the, the initial question was like what's something you want to do before you die yeah um i think i want to just i want to try doing like editorial photography or like um i don't know try to like get a photo on a cover or something that's yeah. right oh yeah. dreams <laughs> Okay, next rando question. Um, what's a fashion trend that you dislike, that you don't, that you think sucks? Or that I, you just like can't get on board with? Yeah. I don't like how people... disruptors. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Fila disruptors? Are they even a... Oh, Fila, these, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like how Not into wear, like, uniform skirts. But that's because, like, I have a uniform, so it's, like, really weird seeing people go out and, like, buy mm. my uniform skirt as like <laughs> an outfit yeah and then I'm just like I don't I don't know it just makes me feel so weird. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're taking your private school culture <laughs> another um, random question that we can all answer is if like time froze for a day and you were like or like if time, time freezes for everyone but you for a day like what would you do oh my gosh I feel like I think about that all the time like I was thinking about oh my gosh, really? I only think about that when I like make a mistake and I'm like, crap, I need to go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What would you do? I would like, but no, I don't know. You have to go. Honestly, I would just, I don't know. Just like let myself exist completely. Like no, no care in the world. Like just walk around in whatever clothes I wanted. Like tried foods in random grocery stores went to restaurants and tried what they were eating like or what they were making in the kitchen um mm. I don't know maybe like travel in a day mm. yeah I don't know what I would do for one I what are the bounds of the thing it's <laughs> just a day <laughs> just a day yeah I don't know what I could do yeah I'd just like have like a personal day you know just like yeah. relax honestly a lot of the times I wish for that scenario to happen. Like when I, like times when I was really stressed with like schoolwork, that feels very far away because I've been on a gap year, but like, I feel like I've, I was always just like, oh my God, I just want to like pause. I just want to pause mm-hmm. life for a second and just like not have to think about it and just exist. Yeah. But now that I'm out of school, I'm kind of romanticizing the grind. That's like a separate <laughs> thing, but I'm like, I kind of romanticizing like needing to do schoolwork and like feeling stressed. But then I remind myself, like, that's also not a great. <laughs> it would, I got to appreciate what I have while I have it. Yeah. So that would do. <laughs> I think I would just wander around. I don't know. Because, like, I think I would just, like, wander around and, like, look at things that, that are all frozen, I guess. And just, like, I don't know, wander Wait, around the I city. I would be freaked out. I'd be so <laughs> freaked out. I'd be like, if time is literally frozen for everybody else but me, I would feel very lonely and scared. Mm. Okay, that's if like I didn't know in advance I mean, yeah. that this was in, happening. In, in actual <laughs> so practice, yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah, freaked yeah. out. But like, yeah. if I knew, like, oh, this is a choice that I made to have for a day, then I'd be like, oh, let yeah. me just joyfully wander around the city and like look at stuff. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. yeah, same here. Hmm. Okay, what are your current obsessions? I'll go first. I recently started watching the society on netflix which is um it's a show 
where these teenagers form their own society. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Great description. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they just like get dropped in this random place and they have to form their own rules and stuff. It's pretty interesting. And um, also, I went to Trader Joe's and I bought these almond butter covered almonds, which were really tasty. And Mm. I feel... I feel obsessed with those. Also, the Trader Joe's peanut bomba snacks. They're like Oh, I love yeah, those. Those are so good. They're like they're like pirate's booty, but peanut flavored. And um yeah, I've been really enjoying um nut snacks <laughs> recently. Current obsession. My current Trader Joe's obsession, pancake bread. Have you had it? Ooh, mm-hmm. I haven't, but I see it all the time and I want to get it. Oh, good. Oh, no, but I remember God. when I told Claire to start, she was like, Brenda, chill. Like, it can't be that good. And then I go back <laughs> to the kitchen and the entire thing is gone. I and literally like, ate the rest yesterday night <laughs> at like 1 a.m. But pancakes. Oh my gosh. And it's vegan too, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, f- I keep up with the Trader Joe's trends. I know my I know my TJ items. I just got their um their boba ice cream. It was like the coffee one. boba one. That yeah, one that everyone's yeah. talking about. I saw it on TikTok, so I bought. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm also currently obsessed with Good Girls on Netflix. I don't mm. seen it, but it's like quite addicting. I love crime. Is that shows. with Mae Whitman? Yes, yes. Ugh, love me, Whitman. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's her character is great. Um, what else am I obsessed with? I'm obsessed with like textured things, like textures of like jelly. Like mm. I don't know. I feel like that also really inspires Siren. But like jelly, like like this is a bad example. But Clara's hair clip is here, and like this kind of texture, how it's like. Mm. I don't know. I just I love seeing things that are kind of like that like roundedness and then it has like sheens and stuff yeah like Mm -hmm. blobby weird things like kind of translucent pastel colored Mm -hmm. glowy blob jellies I love (laughs) 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 there's so many descriptors yeah (laughs) every single time we get together to talk it's always just like blob (laughs) like that's what (laughs) I'll be like you know what that <laughs> yeah. like, no like 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 um what are they called the fit jellyfish jellyfish like mm. that or like that black yeah like mm. you know yeah yeah just so abstract no that makes sense to me though yeah i'm like i'm visualizing yeah. all the things you're saying <laughs> um oh i would say like Okay, so we went to the Asian or like H Mart. Um, I don't know if you guys have it in California, mm-hmm. but um, Brenda found okay. Brenda found a really good. It was like corn dogs. But mm, <laughs> yes, that's literally when you said H Mart, I was like the cheesy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. It was like yeah. mozzarella corn dog. Those are mm-hmm. really good. Um, Wait, side note, but like I thought because when I got it, I was like, oh, it's it's like a hot dog with cheese inside. And then I took a bite and I was like, wait, but like, where's the hot dog? And it's like the hot dog <laughs> is only like at the bottom half. Oh, my gosh. Oh, right? is that, is that how different. It is? They've got like all different kinds. They've got like half sausage, half cheese, full cheese, full sauce. Okay. It's like you can customize it, you know, like um, yeah. we had the full cheese. <laughs> that was really yeah, good. Was fire. And with like sriracha, mm. that's really good. Mm. Um, I've definitely... <laughs> um I've definitely been into like dyeing my hair a lot I would say she literally dyes her hair twice (laughs) a day I (laughs) like last week because I just switched back to in-person school and like I needed my hair Mm. you know looking nice and I re-dyed it like six times in two days because it it was just like a whole process (laughs) my hair is so damaged now that's why I was just gonna say like the damage (laughs) is it okay Top feels fine. It's, it's more just like the bottoms, like a little damaged, but the top is fine. It's like, yeah, it's hanging on. Hmm. Um, what are what are my current upset? I don't know. My um, my dad got like this cake batter ice cream from Grocery Outlet from that's like local mm. here, and and it's so good. I love cake batter ice cream. Wait, is Grocery Outlet not like a universal? No, thing? no, no, no. Like yeah, a- no, no. Like it's it was a local premium ice cream that ice was stocked cream at was grocery local. outlet from um what else i like one of our previous podcast guests um was talking about how they were obsessed with like epsom salt baths and mm-hmm. so i like 
I started like taking Epsom salt baths and I've never been a bath person. Cause I just like, I'm like, I don't like, it's too hot. Like I feel gross, but I have been like really into it. I just like turn off all the lights and I'll play. I, I have like a bath playlist. That's just like folklore evermore. And then the long pond <laughs> sessions. It's just like such a mood. And I'm like closing my eyes and sometimes I'll like go <laughs> under the water and I'll like plug my ears and I'll still like, hear the music. Anyways, that's what I've been. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such an emotional experience. Oh, Would oh, recommend gosh. to everybody, to listeners. What's your craziest travel story? The igloo. Oh my God. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> you go. Okay. There's an igloo. <laughs> so we, our family, um, we went to Switzerland like in 2015 or something mm-hmm. and we planned to like spend a night in an igloo in the Swiss Alps and Clara was like I don't know I was sick I was like throwing up from like the car ride because it was like a three-hour drive to just get to the train <laughs> and, we oh, God. To the train. and it was like the last we train up to the igloo 16 seconds and it was so sad <laughs> Oh, you but, missed it? By seconds. So you so didn't we did, get But like we had to finesse like crazy. Cause like at that point, like my parents and I were like, I don't even care. Like, let's just go. Cause this is <laughs> and Clara yeah. is over there like hysterically crying after throwing up in the car for like three hours straight. Yeah. I don't even remember how, but like we finessed our way up to the igloo, like all the way up to the igloo. And we spent a night there and we were all like freezing. There was no, obviously, but we're like wearing like seven layers of clothes tucked into like sleeping bags and yeah. eating cheese fondue. Yeah. And that's the story. Wow. That's literally wow. insane. Yeah. It's a good story. There's so many elements of that. <laughs> the igloo. Like yeah. That. I also feel like visually, I feel like what I'm imagining in my head is probably like not what your experience was, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that's so fun. It was kind of bad, honestly. It was like, for the mems. Yeah, it was for the mems. And I'm mm. so grateful, but I was really sad that day when we missed the train. We ended up getting there, but yeah, that one was moment nice. was a lot. Mm. What's yours, Joanna? Mine, you go first. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ruminating. Um I'm trying to think. Tell your uh, story of stories. Um I don't know. There's so many. Like there was like, (laughs) yeah, I studied abroad in Barcelona. Um, I don't know. My friends and I, we like went to, um, oh, I guess like this is kind of like a fun one. So our, our teacher at this design school, he was like, oh, there's like this graphic design festival happening in like the North of Spain. And we were all like, whoa, like, that's so cool. Like none of us had ever been to like a festival. Um, And in our minds, obviously like, graphic design festivals in the U.S. are like Adobe Max, like they're massive events and stuff. And we weren't, we weren't expecting that, but we were like, oh, like it could be like really cool. And so we go and it's like in this little town um, in the north of Spain. And we like, we get there and it's like completely deserted. There's like, we're like, there's like not a soul in sight. And we're like, wait, like where is the festival? And then we like start asking or like, we, we like are following signs. And then we like, we end up in this like meat shop and we're like, oh, like, where is this, the graphic design festival? And they're like, oh, like it's here. And like, then we, there's like basically like, like lots of little sessions that were happening around the the town. And it was like maybe mm-hmm. like 15 people. And we were at this like session in this butcher shop and it was all in Spanish. And they were talking about like design of like meat packing. And um, it was kind of like, we just like made a day out of it. We like, we just like hung out in this like small Spanish town and we're supposedly like at a graphic design conference thing. That's so cute. Yeah. That's... What did you learn about meatpacking? I don't know. I didn't understand. <laughs> 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 Usually I was like, oh, like this is really cool. Like they were showing a bunch of stuff. But I, yeah, it was, I more so just remember us like drinking on this like pebble beach. I don't know. That's my story. I would definitely, I'm trying to think of one that more presently happened to me, but the one that I'm thinking of is just like I my family went on a cruise to Europe when I was in fifth grade. We used to go on lots of cruises. Like I went to the Bahamas on a cruise and like Alaska on a cruise. And so we were on a cruise in Europe. Yeah. And then um it was like a really long cruise. It was too long. Two weeks is like too long to be on a cruise. And then we like got back home and it was like fine and great. And then like two weeks later, 
that cruise ship that we were on, it crashed. Like, it literally crashed. It was, like, the Costa Concordia or whatever. Like, you might have, like, read it in the news. It was, like, 2012, and, like, it, like, the... What do you call the... Oh, the captain of the ship. I was, like, the conductor. Wasn't he, like, wasn't he, like, trying to, like, prove that he could, like, do some kind of, like, maneuver? I don't know. Mance was, like, drunk or something. He got, like, arrested and... Yeah, like, he was, like, gone from the control room for, like, 45 minutes before he realized something was wrong. And, like, a lot of, like, there were people who died. It was really crazy. It was, like, um, yeah. Didn't happen to me, but it's my near-death experience because I was, I was just two weeks away from the, from the, yeah, the crash happening. Kind of a dark note, but, um. (laughs) I have, like, actually, that just reminded me of, like, another small little travel story I have um we went back to Singapore to visit like our family and like Singapore Malaysia area and then my mom brought us to like eat the street food and oh when we my. went back to Singapore I started to feel like really sick like I was like oh, I was freezing in like 90 degree weather they had to turn on like the heater and then it was like 3 a.m the next morning I was literally like blinded by just like white light for like half the day and then we went to the um doctor's and this was like basically like four days before we were supposed to fly home. So okay. then I was just like, we okay, I had to get hospitalized. And when I went to the hospital, they were like, oh, like you have E. coli and like salmonella. Oh, what? So then, oh god. In this hospital for like three days, and then we had to go on our flight, and I was still in the hospital. So the day I got like discharged, um, I had to go on a 20-hour flight home. <laughs> And then I got home and I was yeah. still like sick, basically. And then <laughs> all your travel stories involve you being sick. Oh, I got <laughs> last year. Oh my god! Before my study abroad, we went to London, mm-hmm. um, like for winter break, and I got food poisoning on New Year's Eve, which was oh no, shadowing. But yeah. Hmm. I feel like that's the worst to get sick when you're traveling. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I got like food poisoning in Venice and we were doing the gondola ride and the whole time I had to close my eyes and I was clenching my body because I like thought that I was going to shit myself and I like couldn't experience it. Like I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like so magical. Like I'm going to like experience this. But no, it's because I had really bad seafood. Oh God! I feel like it's always or seafood. You shouldn't. It was squid and pasta, so Mm. don't don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, we're gonna just wrap up with some rapid fire questions. Okay, so just off the top of your head, first thought in your mind, answer it. Okay, what's one item you can't live without? Lip balm. Yeah, lip balm. Okay, next question. What was the last thing you cooked? Oh, I baked for my mom's birthday. I baked a chocolate cake with vanilla frosting. It was really good. It was I'm not real. even gonna like not trying to I anymore, cooked but. pasta. I was lost. Mm. Yeah. Okay, coffee shop order. Go to coffee shop order. Ooh, double shot espresso shaken over ice with a little Ooh. bit of milk. I've just been getting the brown sugar Starbucks drink. Like, that's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, strangest dream you've had? Oh, my God. I'm such a dreamer. <laughs> like, I'm obsessed with dreams. Um, I don't even know. My dreams, like, literally continue, though. Like, if I dream. Oh, you have, like, series? Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed awesome. with dreams. Like, I, I don't know. They fascinate me so much. But I don't know. Oh, actually, this one day, I took a nap and it was so weird because like I rarely have nightmares like I just have dreams are kind of like weirdly within reach but like also I can't like explain them like weird feelings but this one day I took a nap and I had two dreams in that nap and I woke up after both of them and they were both nightmares the first one was I woke up out of nowhere and I was riding a bike on the highway in the Mm -hmm. opposite direction that cars were coming and I woke up crying and panting and then I fell back asleep and I woke up again from another nightmare where I woke up in the middle of the ocean, pitch black. But That's I was like so floating scary. in the ocean and like, I was like, my purse was with me. And I was like, <laughs> my purse in the ocean. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, do, what are the people who can like fold themselves into like boxes called? Contortionist. Contortionist. Uh, or yeah, okay. So I had a dream. I don't know if you guys remember the movie Avatar, like years ago with like the blue, <laughs> the blue people. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty yeah. iconic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like <laughs> years ago that my mom and I were driving. And then, like, this blue avatar contortionist was, like, swinging off the traffic <laughs> and, like, jumped into my car and, like, folded themselves, like, into, like, a box shape and just, like, sat in the, like, back seat. And, like, That's it's super scary, actually. I'm so scared scary. of it, yeah. It's so, like, specific. <laughs> it's, like, such a weird thing for your mind to, like, conjure. <laughs> to create, yeah. Oh, yeah, to create. I actually feel like a lot of my bad dreams also happen in cars, like me, like panicking while driving as well. Ugh, anyways, what is a what is this like a smell that brings back some great memories, like a smell that makes you really nostalgic? This. <laughs> yes, I. What bought is that the, for bought- the the listeners? Oh yeah. Um. Oh my god, I, I can't read that. Oh my god, what is it even called? Pure instinct. Wow, that makes sense. Mm. And it smells like 2014. Yeah. Like, mm. like smackers, um, like justice perfume, yeah. but also kind of like Abercrombie, but also like your mm. pink body mists with the different colored caps. Like, yeah, it just smells like 2014. I can't even like Britney Spears. Oh my gosh. Kind of a golden era. I'm not mm. even joking. Yeah, like we- I like, I love that time of life. That's Joanna's favorite year, 2014. <laughs> no, I hate. I it was just okay, but like, um, like baby lips, like Maybelline yes. baby lips, and oh like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the next era after that, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks like reminiscing on it. Is like the like wanna be in LA when you're in like 2014, 2015. It's like American Apparel, like Earth Cafe, oh. like <laughs> yeah, like the picture yeah, of the <laughs> Oh my god, the moon muscle tank. Oh my god, the alien emoji. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a golden era. <sighs> what um is something you have to get every time you go to the grocery store? Fruit. Gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, last one. What is your favorite thing about your sister? Would you like to go first? Um <laughs> Clara's sensitivity. I'm and like empathy. <laughs> mm. Um, I would say Brenda's honesty and creativity. Mm. Oh, thank you. <sighs> so wholesome. Yeah, that was really wholesome. Okay. Oh, wow. Wait, fun last thing is like, do you think you can guess what signs me and Scott are? We did this with like a previous guest who's really into astrology. Ooh. So we'll see how you how I, you fare. Oh my god, Libra. For me or Scott? I don't know. Like, Libra. <laughs> just like one of us. Libra energy. Libra energy throughout the call. <laughs> okay, oh my Joanna, God. Are you a Libra or a Leo? No. Oh. But Sagittarius. Scott, are you a Leo? Yeah, I'm a Leo. Oh my God. You were really close. You were like, yeah. I'm on this place. But... <laughs> emanating Leo energy here. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. I'm a Capricorn. I don't really know. Ooh, but my rising, but my rising signs of Libra. My sun is a Leo. Mm. My rising is also a Leo. And then my moon is a Sagittarius. Whoa. I don't remember what mine is. My moon is. I don't know what my moon is. But apparently your rising is like how you interact with other people. So yeah. that Libra observation was like, that was good. Like you mm. were getting my like rising. <laughs> I don't know anything. My rising energy. <laughs> I'm the rising too. And like most of my besties are Leos. Ooh. Wow. She's got a soft spot for the Leos. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We loved having you here. Wait, I actually have one crazy story for travel because now it reminds me. Okay, go. You gotta you gotta tell it. So we were in China like last year, 2019. Mm-hmm. And we were um, hiking, like, oh, mm-hmm. like super randomly hiking in mainland China. Mm-hmm. And I was like out, like I was like in my hotel room or something. And then I came upstairs and my grandma was talking to these two people from Boston. It was like a man and his son. And then I was like, oh, hi. Cause like they could speak English and like no one else could. And so we started talking and stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, like, we're from Boston, da, 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 da. and I was like, oh, cool, like, I have a couple friends there, they're like, oh, what school, 
and I like said like the school and like the name and the guy was like oh my god that's my best friend like I just that's so crazy her um like literally so randomly and yeah it was crazy the world is so small oh my gosh yeah that's that's like insane that's like what Joanna and I have like every time we have like a new guest there's always like really weird connections between them yeah Yeah. it's bizarre okay actually or like just like in life in general, like Scott recently realized that he <laughs> knows Amanda Gorman or like kind of knows Amanda Gorman. Yeah. Very doesn't know Amanda Gorman that much. <laughs> they intersected at a previous point in life. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. One more thing or like, um, I also want to like, or I guess like to wrap a more like additional, Joanna and I have like a lot of wrap up things. We have like seven wrap up um, segments. Just like where can our listeners find you and like things to plug. Um. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> um, obviously our website, which is just www.sirenbasics.com. Um, our Instagram is Siren Basics. Our TikTok is Siren Basics. Our Twitter is Siren Basics. <laughs> Even though we're suspended, I don't know why, because I've never <gasps> gone on Twitter before. I tried to make our first tweet. They're like, you're suspended. Um, and follow then, us. Um, should we, we talk like personal? Yeah, and then my personal is just my name, Brenda Liang. My personal is Mini Jello World. Um, Ooh. <laughs> the story behind that. I have no idea. I was just like doing my Spanish work yesterday and I was just like, <laughs> oh, and I was listening to Mario Kart music. So I think uh-huh. that kind of like sparked some creativity and then I just changed it to Mini Jello World. Yeah. Oh, love it. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's, that's our last of the wrap-ups. I guess also like... One last thing for Joanne and I, just because, like, we're about to, like, go to New York City. Like, I guess. Ad- oh, yeah. Yeah. Advice you have on anything related to that, but also, like, finding creative people to, like, befriend. Oh. Well, <laughs> let's hang out. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. I don't even. There are just so many people. Like, I feel like there's such, like, a stereotype of New York people being, like, mean and stuff. But genuinely, everyone's really sweet. And I feel like. like it's kind of the same thing where like everyone in New York just kind of knows everyone like I feel like you guys are bound to find someone who knows someone who knows someone Mm -hmm. um but I think like the youth the youthful you know culture and community in New York like it's really prevalent like that is a community in of itself where a lot of people know each other um but yeah I like haven't been in New York like for a while I'm moving back next week so I'm like super duper hyped, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Thanks for coming yes. on the pod. Let's hang. I'm gonna be in like kind of near NYU. I'm gonna be living in like East Village, so oh gosh, no, maybe we're be in the area. Oh. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming on the pod. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye. 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 And that's the pod. <laughs> and that's the episode. What did you think? Um, yeah, I can go first with my takeaways. I really liked the conversation that we were having about how, like, your underwear is, like, the most close thing, like, close physical object that you got to interact with on a day-to-day basis. So, like, why wouldn't you want to have items that, like, you care about and you have intention behind buying. I feel like that's just like something that I'm thinking about more just growing up. And like, I think there's a lot of conversations around like how to buy sustainably, what to buy and having to be like conscious about that. So yeah, just got me thinking. Um, but that's pretty much my takeaway just to to think about taking care of the objects I buy and like very like Marie Kondo, like buy the things that spark joy in me. Anyways. Mm-hmm. And like buying more ethically. And like, or buying to, like- small, you know? Mm-hmm. My takeaways were just like, I think it's so interesting how they work together and they were talking about when they brainstorm. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's such a fun project for them and there's no like heavy yeah. overhead of like businessy things that is like controlling the way that they feel like they need to do certain things. And it's just this organic, yeah. like let's brainstorm and have fun with it. And I feel and like- they get to like create the thing that they thought of, which is like so cool. Yeah. And like the brand is is built from like values that they have- um and they actually they have like really really cool branding um listeners Mm -hmm. so you should definitely like check out their website Mm -hmm. and shout out fisk 
Shout out Leah Maldonado for designing Siren Basics. Mm-hmm. Quick shout out to the designer. And um, check out overall great vibes. <laughs> oh, and also check out the their Instagram because they they have really amazing photographs. Um, and it's also really cool that like they get a lot of their friends um, to model for yeah. or like actually customers to model for Siren Basics. Yeah. And, I love that. It's like a community. Mm-hmm. And they talk about that on their website too, that they want to be building this community of people. So join mm-hmm. the fam. I'm a siren. I actually don't know what the term is. I'm a siren basics stan. I'm a siren. I am a siren. <laughs> <laughs> I am a basics. I am a basics. Um, but yeah, what what are your like? What's, what's new with the what's new with you, Scott? Oh, with oh. me? Yeah, um, you go first. Well, I guess like a fun update for listeners is I like had a, another chat with one of our previous guests, Dillis, mm-hmm. um, just like chatting about moving to New York. Um, and I'm just like excited to explore that friendship. I don't know. It's like really cool that like I've made a friend from the pod. Love um, the pod. I love the pod. <laughs> <laughs> is that the chant? Is that the cheer? That was just my emotions. I couldn't contain them. I just had uh-huh. to speak them. But yeah, I feel like it was just... It was like a fun conversation and it was like, it got me like really, really excited to like go to New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, what about you? What are your updates? I was like thinking about what I wanted to update the pot on. The first thing is that I've become obsessed with doing the New York times crossword on my phone. I'm on a seven day free trial and I literally might subscribe. Like I might pay money to play these crosswords because they're so fun and I'm getting really good at them. I can do a medium level crossword in like 20 minutes with no, without cheating. Like I'm really on it and I'm so, I'm having so much fun. It's like stimulating my brain. And then today um, my housemate and I went out and we got a puzzle and we've been working on that puzzle. And I also bought bananagrams. So I've been really exercising my, my word abilities and my, and my puzzling abilities. Today we spent like three hours working on it. The puzzle, it's a thousand piece puzzle. And we got the edge pieces the done picture? and like, it's the San Francisco painted ladies. <laughs> mm. It's a beautiful scene. And, um, it's puzzles. really hard it's really the puzzle is so difficult we've gotten like the edges in some of the middle parts and it took like three and a half hours but yeah um there's like some pretty fun puzzles out there there's like puzzles within puzzles kind of thing where you like put the puzzle together and then there's another puzzle to do after oh you my the gosh together. i can't this puzzle was like it was like a craving it was like i'm gonna eat it and like because i wanted to do a puzzle and I'm not going to do another puzzle for maybe, like, <laughs> another, like, five years. It's like, I don't need to do one every every week. But we had an intuition and we acted on it. We went to this game store. We purchased a puzzle. Speaking of puzzles, there was, like, this one night where my friend came over and we, like, did, I don't know, maybe, like, five puzzles that I have in my house. They were, like, smaller. They were, like, 250s uh-huh. or, like, um, but we did, like, a That's bunch of puzzles. That's still really impressive. And we did one puzzle that was a 500-piece puzzle and it was, uh-huh. like, of of Times Square and I remember I was so determined we had spent maybe like five hours doing puzzles but I Why remember like own so many puzzles I don't know we just have a lot of puzzles and I was so determined to like finish the New York um the Times Square puzzle because I was like you know like if I took it because like I did that weird thing where you tell yourself something you're like if I don't finish this puzzle like I'm not I'm not going to move to New York and then <laughs> oh my gosh. and then we finished it and then my friend was like you know like even if you hadn't finished this puzzle you still would have moved to New York but no, I mean, maybe you wouldn't, you know, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> butterfly effect, you know, like one event could affect many. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at edamame pod and mm-hmm. leave us a review wherever you leave reviews. <laughs> wherever you listen. <laughs> um, and we'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. Don't don't leave that in. <laughs> it's gonna be left in. Pod. <laughs> <laughs>